Hello everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism. And you're gonna have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to... Sunny South Africa. You guys are gonna have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg and you guys are gonna be coming to Durban. And we're gonna set it up perfectly. It's gonna be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're gonna be getting some culture. And of course, you're gonna get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa. You're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. When he came into power, President William Ruto positioned himself as the next Pan-African. The best thing that had happened to the African continent after Kwame Nkrumah, Julius Nyerere, and Thomas Sankara. But as the days go by, William Ruto keeps walking back on his word, not just to the African continent, but to Kenyans also in general. This is a person a, or a politician that came into power and gave Kenyans and Africans so much hope that finally, here comes a local leader who can speak on global platforms with authority on matters that are affecting Africans. However, as the days go by or the more he settles into office, the more he just becomes like them, the more his true colors show. And this is a career politician. Julius Malema says that in due time, in due time, his true colors are going to show and they're going to show that he never was a Pan-African to begin with. I don't know if President William Ruto means it because he said so many things and I can't locate him these days because the things he said during election and the things he's doing now are two different things. I don't know. Because I heard him saying, we need to do away with the dollar and build our own currency. But his actions are not speaking to anything of doing away with the dollar. The latest being putting a red carpet for a murderer, a person who killed the Kenyan people coming into this country, receiving a red carpet, and being saluted by our own army. This is not a Kenyan army, it's not a colonialist army. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here and having conversations with you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media at Ganga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into today's video because it's coming in hot. Julius Malema, a couple of weeks back, as, as at the time that I was recording this video, was in Kenya. And Julius is always a very interesting politician and person to listen to because whatever it is that you don't want to say, trust Julius Malema to say it. And he says it without sugarcoating it in the most uncomfortable way, but these are things that need to be said. So it's really interesting that the world is now beginning to see this and also Kenyans in general are beginning to see this. Let me give you a little bit of context. In 2022, Kenya went to a general election 
And this election was going to be a very important election because for a long time there has almost been tribalism and and cropping classism in the country. Tribalism in that whoever you put in office, if they're from your tribe, then your region benefits. And classism in that money gets concentrated in certain circles and certain regions and then it's almost like the rest of the country are second class citizens and you know god's least favorite children and so this election was in the 2022 election it was almost as if the ordinary kenyans were saying we are the people we are the kenyans we own this country and power belongs to us the deputy president william ruto who's currently the president positioned himself as the ideal person to represent the local person. Now, this is a story that he's told before. It doesn't matter if I believe it, I'm just going to retell it as he's told it. He comes from a fairly humble background, went through the education system, graduated campus, and says he became rich, successful, and wealthy from selling chicken. Now, you are free during your own time to go and interrogate the validity of this story. It's up for interpretation. That is what he's put out there. And that is what the country believed during the election cycle. This is somebody that knows the pain of poverty. This is somebody that has worked their way out of this. So he truly understands our fate. And from a Pan-African point of view, the president was almost like calling out the West. He was saying, for a long time, Africa has been oppressed and it's high time that Africa takes back its voice, speaks in one accord and stands up to the West because what is happening to us is not fair. It's not just, okay? He gets into office and it almost looks like things are going to go well for Kenya and for Africa until they didn't. This, this sounds like, you know, those uh, serial killer documentaries here. So what happened is... As the days went by and President William Ruto was in office, he has more than, I can count on my finger, walked back on all the promises that he made during the election cycle. First of all, he said that they found the country technically broke. Then, okay, it makes sense to go and borrow. But then you're buying fuel guzzlers. You're allocating billions of, of, of Kenya shillings to your spouses who literally do nothing outside of convening crusades. We're not seeing anything tangible coming out of this government. What is characterized by this government is high taxes, high cost of living, high cost of energy, and same old song. They blame Ukraine. Now it's uh, the war in Israel. Now they're just endless excuses. And when it comes to the Pan-African point of view, we're seeing him also walk back on that. You know, um, President William Ruto initially had said that Africa needs to speak with one accord. If you want to talk to Africa, then it's going to be the African Union, go through the African Union. When Hamas attacked Israel and then Israel began retaliating, he was the first person, even before waiting for the African Union, to put out a statement in support of Israel. Guess what? When the African Union put out a statement, they put out a statement in support of Palestine. And then President William Ruto goes to the Saudi Arabia Africa summit. And guess what? He walks back again on his support on Israeli. And now he's supporting Palestine. And it's almost like, what is, wh who are you? Who are you? Why do you keep changing your colors? Why do you keep walking back on, 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 on your promises, on, on, on your, on your values that you you campaign on you know um the king of britain king charles was in kenya and it's really interesting because out of 
all the issues that the president could actually address. We did not see that man address one thing that was important to Kenyans. He did not speak with, like, he is, he has a weak spine. Because I remember when President Obama came to Kenya, when Uhuru Kenyatta was the president, and he tried introducing the LGBTQ agenda, President, William, president rather Uhuru Kenyatta very respectfully said, Kenya is a country that has its own values, and we're going to respect American values, but we expect America to also respect Kenyan values. Nobody's human rights are going to be infringed upon, but Kenyan values remain supreme. This is a man who has stood his ground. Doesn't mean that I agree with him or, that, or I disagree with him, but this is somebody who his word is his bond. But that's not the same thing with William Ruto. As Julius Malema said, he rolled out the red carpet for our presses. I don't know if President William Ruto means it because he said so many things and I can't locate him these days because the things he said during election and the things he's doing now are two different things. I don't know because I heard him saying we need to do away with the dollar and build our own currency but his actions are not speaking to anything of doing away with the dollar the latest being putting a red carpet for a murderer a person who killed the Kenyan people coming into this country receiving a red carpet and being saluted by our own army this is not a Kenyan army, it's not a colonialist army. The Kenyan army is a product of the Mau Mau rebellion. And those who killed our people in the Mau Mau rebellion cannot be saluted by the same army of the children of those who were killed during Mau Mau rebellion. We have a duty to stay true to the cause. We have a duty to remind the king and Britain of what they did to us. Indeed, he shows no remorse. He says this was bad. It shouldn't have happened. But he runs short off. I apologize. I am sorry. He will never say he is sorry for because he thinks that his race makes him superior and he's not qualified to apologize to those who are junior to him. We call upon the... the well, thank you so much for watching. That's all I had for you in this episode of our conversations. My name is Ndero Ganga. Connect with me on social media at Ndero Ganga on Facebook, Instagram and twitter i'll see you again next time if you like this video give it a thumbs up it really goes a long way in showing the youtube algorithm that people are liking this video comment down below and also share it with a friend i'll see you again next time